Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous Wednesday evening. And you know what that means? That means you get stuck here for the next hour listening to myself, Chris the Mike Guy, and my co-host, Dusty the Game Hopper. And we're going to do this call out in the very Let's beginning go. this time. We're going to do this early, right? Twitch.tv slash the game hopper spelled exactly like it sounds Woo! nothing fancy about it making it as simple as possible go check this guy out if you're listening to this broadcast in the future go check him out it's a fun time comedy act makes you laugh makes you smile makes you have a good day and that's the important thing about broadcasters that we see today or the good broadcasters that we see today Thanks, man. So, Dusty, with that fabulous introduction Woo! we just provided for you right now, <laughs> how's your week been, man? How How is oh, everything going? As always, nothing short of fantastic. Weather is starting to warm up and stay warm down here. So, you know, the, the less I have to take out the, as I call them, my winter sheets at night, <laughs> the better. But uh, life's good, man. Yeah, same old, same old. Nothing new, nothing crazy going on, but uh, just enjoying each and every day. It. It's funny you mention that. We have one set of yeah, flannel exactly, sheets. Right? We have one set of yeah. flannel sheets. <laughs> and those come out, you know, the one week of winter or whatever, yeah. you know. And, oh, my God. As soon you know, you know, like you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like drenched in sweat. And you're like, okay, oh, it's time yeah. for these to come off the <laughs> yeah. bed. We're done. And it's We're a done. great feeling. Yeah. They're like an emergency supply, you know, that just you stash it back away. And I have one. Yeah. It's like a nice extra thick micro fleece blanket. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. This morning was one of those days I woke up and I was sweating and I was like, oh, my God. But also like, yeah, good. Winter's over. Survived. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we talked a little bit early on last week. We talked a little bit early on last week about preparations for the Super Bowl, being here in Tampa. Everything seemed to go well. I mean, the event went well, supposedly. But, you know, the big thing about and I'm and I'm looking at your shirt that you happen to choose to wear tonight. Right. Of course. The big thing know. about it being Oops. the hometown team actually getting to play, even though they were the away team, the hometown team getting to play in the Super Bowl and the yeah. achievement that that accomplished. Um, what did you think of the game, dude? Like what? How did that Whew. go for you? I mean, obviously, we could talk about this for a while. A lot of people, I think it's funny to tell me it's a, it was a boring game, but. It was just because there was such dra- drastic, such vast differences between the defenses for each side. Kansas City looked like they were playing in preseason week one, undisciplined, unprepared, compared to Tampa Bay, who was just, they were just in Mahomes' face. If it wasn't a quarterback like Mahomes with the athleticism that he did have, I don't think they would have put up nine points. Any other team probably would have been shut out. I, Tampa Bay was just ready for everything. I, to- I totally agree with you. That game, it and and granted, you got to give Kansas City some credit. I think they were missing two yeah. starting offensive linemen or something like that. But, Correct. Yeah. But and 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 that that hurts. Like you can see exactly how bad that hurts a team, right? But it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, "This is." I mean, it it, it was a good game. Every possession was played well. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was just tough to see. <laughs> the, the the way it turned out like nine yeah. points you're right nine points was really bad the funny thing was is what they say like uh out of every super bowl brady's ever played in this was the first one he ever scored in the first quarter or something like that oh, yeah. his first touchdown in the first quarter. yeah 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 that was Ten good super bowl games i was like yeah, i mean still going strong at 43 i know God i bless I, him. I gotta uh, i like i said when he <laughs> played when he played and and maybe maybe it was just my I, I I honestly today think it was media presentation 
that caused me to be so frustrated with Brady as a player. Because oh, after wa- after watching him play this year, yeah, I think yeah. we talked about it before. There always needs to be that bad guy in the league, you yeah. know, like yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah just that bad guy, guy that wins yeah. a lot. Yeah. So after watching him play this year, well, I mean, I just see him. I saw him smile a lot more. Like it looked like he was yeah. having a lot more fun over the, the entire year, all that kind of stuff. So apparently, he they were uh, there was a a boat parade today. Oh they yeah, had a, they had a Sorry, boat parade yeah. in Tampa. <laughs> Only in Florida, right? Yeah, they had a boat parade after the Super Bowl, and apparently they were throwing the Lombardi Trophy back and forth between boats. Classic. I'm sure Gronk was in on that. Oh, yeah. Apparently, yeah. I mean, Brady was, like, chucking it like he was just throwing throwing bombs down. I was like, whatever, whatever. Uh, I was I like, but that's it, but that's that's how you got to That's how you got to enjoy it. I mean, like, when it's, yeah, yeah, when it's, that's his seventh? Seventh one? Seventh. Yep, seven when, for ten. When you've got seven, I mean, you got to you got to turn one into a toy eventually, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, the last one they won, Gronk dented, <laughs> throwing. <laughs> I think he hit it with a baseball bat or threw a baseball bat or for he bunted with it. That's what it was. Um, so yeah, no, New, New England's post the next day it was like, "Congratulations, Brady and Gronk, Gronk." Be careful with this trophy, all right? You know, it's the, I thought. That, <laughs> I it. But uh, I wish it wasn't the pandemic, man, because I definitely. Would have taken the drive to go down to Tampa to kind of participate in that. Just, just to I'm enjoy the day. Bucks fan, but yeah, yeah, just it's to enjoy the day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been to Raymond James. It's, it's a beautiful stadium, yeah. you know, and it's just even being outside of the stadium, I think, would have been insane, you know, just to be around sure. the event, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, next year. Yeah, I know. Well, no, next year. <laughs> I don't even know where it is, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going. I can but tell you that much. They'll, they'll have the victory celebration. If Brady can bring another one home. Ah, uh, that's true. Yes, still and, be there. and he yeah. did. He did announce. He did reannounce that he's coming back. So I don't know about Gronk though. I don't know what Gronk's decision is going to be, but I'm, I'm sure. I think he. I think he'll stick around as yeah. long as Brady does. I hope I, this time around. I said that when he was a Patriot, and that fell through. So who knows? But I. I think as long as they're winning, I think yeah. as long as they're winning, he'll stick around. And then that the first year that you know it kind of not not falls yeah. apart, but. You know when it's yeah. not a winning year, like he's he's always <laughs> you got to return after a winning year, and then when you then when you True. get to you know True. even if you go to even if you go to the semifinals of the you know you go to the conference finals or whatever and you lose right your second place in the conference or whatever, then you can just be yeah. like hey we still had a great season guys, but I'm gonna retire you know like that's yeah. I, I think, think him and Brady are both gonna do that I think both him yeah. and Brady are both gonna do that the only hope yeah. I have the only hope I have for Tampa in the future though I mean like really thinking about it because like sure. this team this team. The only thing that came to it was Brady and Gronk, right? I mean, they picked up a few other things throughout this year, but I mean, it, it, Brady and Gronk were the only two like stars coming to the team, the big right? Changes, yeah. And so that just tells me for the past five years, have we just been waiting for a star quarterback? Like, is that what you know? We had uh, Winston, I mean, we had and we had Wilson, who was throwing more interceptions than touchdowns, and that makes a big difference. So. <laughs> But, but it, yeah, it, you potential know, always there, right? Yeah, the potential was always there from you know just to be a great team. So I'm I'm really yeah. hoping they're taking they're taking this to heart and they're gonna pick. My my hope is that in the draft next year they pick a quarterback. Yeah, just to and just to have Brady there to mentor the new guy coming <laughs> in. You know what I mean? Something like that. I've seen that happen too many times. But yeah, go for it. <laughs> Wait, you've seen it? You've seen that? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I mean, being a Pats fan. We, you know, we drafted like three different people for Brady to mentor, and, you know, they all end up on different teams. We keep Brady longer than planned, and here we are now with no real quarterback. So <laughs> good luck with that strategy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's but, always a dream. But, okay. Right. 
Okay, now Sports talk is over. Sorry, yeah, moving on to doesn't like that stuff. But <laughs> moving it's a big on, deal. you know, you got to talk about it. Moving on to the real side of the conversation, right? Oh, not, I'm not, the, not the, this not the, not the hot uh, take, man. So Woo. tonight's tonight's discussion is going to be right. We decided to do pretty much hot takes, right? And it's all the ideas that we have heard and contemplating whether or not we think they're good or bad. What the what yeah. the what the premise or how we think it came about, and you know whether or not people should s- still be doing it. the The title of this podcast for a reason: Stop listening to this streaming advice. Stream advice. Stop listening to the stream advice because it it totally is a thing where sometimes people hear it and it's gospel. Like you hear it one time from one yeah. person, and all of a sudden it's gospel. And we as a culture need to stop that. So first item on the list, you you roll for the first one. I've got like five of them here that we could discuss yeah. and go back and forth about. Good. So. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I know there's lots of individual pieces that my brain slips on. Um, I'll start with the one that was fresh from the conversation that kind of spurred all this. But yeah, we're here to disturb the force tonight. You know, we're, we're kind of separating <laughs> both sides a little bit and, you know, hopefully... I don't know. I hope this gets out there and we can uh, get some feedback from some people because I'd love to have more conversations. And, you know, maybe down the line, Harris Heller, people like that, if you want to have a conversation about this and debate this live, bring it on. We're welcome. <laughs> um, but one of the big ones that I know I personally heard a lot in the beginning as well, it was called a sellout move. You know, you still hear big streamers talk about it now, like, oh, no, there's another TTV in the game. And just adding TTV or I'm live or find me on Twitch, anything adding to your username in the game you're playing to let people know that you are live right now on air and saying that you shouldn't do that. And I, it, I, you never get a good why. Like, it just seems to be like, don't do this, but never a discussion about the pros and cons, which to me, I don't see a con. If anybody, anybody at all sees that and stops by your channel, that's one more set of eyes. And we talk about it. We preach it. All we're doing out here by making this content is trying to get eyes on it. The more people that see it, the better chance it has to spread. So why would you want to deny yourself any opportunity to do so? And I just, I think it's silly. Sure, you can have somebody come in and say something bad. It's going to happen. But that's going to happen regardless because there's trolls on the internet. To just embrace it. Be prepared. Obviously, don't let, don't do that if you can't handle trolls coming to your chat because you get more of those sometimes than not by putting that in your name. But it's just, I don't, they preach it and they don't preach why. So, and I think it's silly to follow. So here's, I think that's one thing and and you're right. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like they keep the, I'm really trying to find the right ways to word this. They do say, they do say that it's kind of like selling out. Right. But, but why? If you go, if you go to watch an NBA game, you better darn guarantee they've got some company's patch on their jerseys. If you go to, you know, uh, if you, if you see a a public, a public bus, you know, I want to say links, but nobody knows what a links bus is. If you see, if you see public transportation, (laughs) if you see public, public transportation, you're going to see advertising on the side of it. If you have an opportunity, to get free advertising in the world that your brand is in connected to, why wouldn't you want to leverage that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you, it, it, it was one thing that I 
You're right. Somebody did say it or somebody made a joke about it and was laughing about it. And it was big streamers. And I get it. You are known who you are. When somebody goes into a game and sees <laughs> your name, they know who you are. And there's enough people out there making fake versions of your name that they all think that it's you. Great. Good for you. But not right. everybody has that. I, it, it's it's one of those things that they keep people who do people who do uh, stream tips, techniques, you know, ideas all talk about how discovery is a problem on the Twitch platform. They all talk about how discovery is failing us. There's no opportunity for it. We need to find our own ways to get discovered. And then when people go out of their way to find their ways to get discovered, they're like, oh, you're just selling out now. No, I'm trying to get discovered. I, I A perfect example of this, and a, and a guy that did it in a really good way, that no longer that no longer he's no longer streaming due to professional work life stuff transitioned his transition his purpose yeah i mean but was um the real beast nation he had okay. he had ttv in his clan clan tag or some some kind of he played apex a lot and he had ttv loaded in his loaded in his name somehow it might have been real beast nation tv or something like that right yeah and yeah. he was a decent enough apex player that he got a lot of traction from that because people would come and be like hey good kill or hey good fight or whatever you know they would just literally come yeah. in and say hey that was a good battle and they would hang out for 20 minutes give it drop him a follow yeah. and then move about their way there are so many people out there today that play apex that play cod that play fall guys that play whatever game they're playing and they have no way to let the people they're playing with know that they're a streamer so how yeah. do you connect with your community Without being able to do that, how do you? Because then when you type it in chat, when you type it in chat, then it's a sellout. I think. <laughs> I think too. Like nobody, nobody ever wants to know. Hey, I'm streaming right now. Like when yeah. you type it in chat, Don't then you're, yeah, then you're then then that's the same concept of going into somebody else's stream, right? Same same situation there. Yeah. But I I do I I I think that's one thing that somebody said at one time and it stuck. And people are like, oh, why are you selling out? Why are you selling it? And I've seen so many people give up the opportunity to to get traction that way or to get some sort of you know just free advertising like i said some sort of leverage or some sort of discoverability especially when you talk about advertising that this is this is absolutely direct advertising to the crowd you would want to get it to because they are in the game that you are playing that you also love so you know they enjoy it as well so it's much more likely you'll get someone who plays cod to come watch your COD content and enjoy it, then, you know, you can pay for some of these ads and things like that, and it'll get put on YouTube and get thrown to people who are playing Minecraft, and nobody's going to come watch COD if they're playing Minecraft. So it's it's honestly the best type of advertising possible. And, I mean, I've, I've added it to mine for now for Rocket League. If I'm playing Apex, anything on Steam, I'm probably going to change across all platforms because why not? And if, if I the day I hear a good reason for why not, maybe, but I, I still don't see anything possibly changing I'm changing my mind why advertising that costs you nothing and takes literally five seconds to produce is a bad idea. The the first thing I'm gonna say is the day you know, like the day Razor comes to you the day Razor yeah. comes to you and says, Hey, we were gonna throw you a sponsorship, but we yeah. changed our mind because you have TTV in your name. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. Shucks. Yeah. Darn, you know, like that, that is going to be the situation, right? Like when that happens, maybe you could, maybe you could make a compelling argument, but I can't, I can't right. tell you the number of like, aren't there several, not, I don't want to say several, but decent size, you know, 250, 300, 300 viewers 
or something like that that have TV in their Twitch name? Like, yeah, I swear I've seen it. Find it 100%. I, yeah. I'm, I swear I've seen it where people have, like, very good-sized channels. Yeah. And they have TV in their Twitch name, which I think that's a kind of – I think that's yeah. kind of laughable. Personally, I, putting TV in your name on Twitch.tv or whatever. But you know what? Hey, if you want to have the yeah, same they- name across all platforms and you want to make your socials connected evenly and you want to make everything, then why not, right? Like, why not make it that way? Oh, Poondock is one. He has Poondock TV, I think, is in his name. I think that's his, I think that's his Twitch account name. So, I mean, and he's got a decent following, right? Like he gets, I think he averages 30, 40, you know, or something like that, right? So that's, that's a decent one there. A perfect example of a situation where it just goes to show that it doesn't matter. No. And it can help. So if it doesn't matter. Correct. And it can help. Why wouldn't you want to leverage that? Like, I'm not going to tell anybody, I'm not going to tell anybody that has a problem with it. Like, if they personally feel like it's selling out their brand, then don't do it. Like, if you have a moral compass that says, if you have a moral (laughs) compass that says it's bad, then don't do it. But if you don't care, then do it. You know, it's like, it's like all the NASCAR cars out on the tracks, you know, how many ads are plastered (laughs) on the shell of those vehicles. They sell out in every single way possible. Because, you know, again, it's it's eyes. People see it. You know, maybe they go buy something. People see your, your live. They come out, check it out. Even if it's one out of every hundred, there's no there's no bad side to it. So it's just, I don't understand. Everybody preaches it. I know I heard that everywhere. They still, every time I'm watching streams, you're right. You'll hear people make jokes like, oh, you got dot .tv, TTV, watch out, you know. And it's just, yeah, like you said, the big streamers, sure. Because you go, you go into a game and you see Tim the Tat Man. You're not gonna have to be like, oh man, I wonder if he's streaming. <laughs> I guess unless you don't know the world of Twitch at all. But if your name's not that recognizable, throw it on there, gain a viewer or two. Who knows? There have been there have been way too many streams. My biggest complaint is uh, Battle.net. You have to pay to change your account mm, name, yeah. and I'm like, crap, because I'm not paying to change my account name, right? Like I'm just not doing that, <laughs> right? That Can that's a situation. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a situation where I'm like, eh, I'm not doing that one. But you know, like Ugh. you're right. Steam has it. I think my Epic has it. I think you know, Ubi has it. Like that was the intention. I was like, you know what? Anything that I can rename now, yeah, why not? Like just put it on there and 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 leave it, and then make sure it's the same. You know, make sure it's the same across all platforms. If you do TV, TTV, whatever you want to do, right? Just make sure it's the same yeah. across all platforms and and let it ride. See how it goes. Yeah, I'm sure. I even I I think I teased you about that way back in the beginning because I still had that in my mind that that was something that you shouldn't be doing but as long as again as long as you're prepared for the potential trolls because you do invite it a little bit you know you go into a game you don't play well somebody's going to want to come by and say something I know I had that happen with Rocket League just just be ready for that but otherwise you know you might make a few friends and I think that's worth it okay my neck my mine uh my, yeah. mine is going to be uh The people, the people, yeah, the people aren't going to like this one. I don't, I don't think people are going to like this let's, one. Let's do it, man. Again, like I the said, people the people who think, study. so here's, here's the big, big thing. The people who think that they are going to quit their day jobs and take up streaming full time without already having the revenue there. Mm-hmm 
without having the base community, I have seen way too many times people have, you know, even if you average, so, so if you average, they said right now, if you average seven, I think it's if you average seven viewers, mm-hmm. you're in the top 1% of Twitch Woo! or something okay. like that. <laughs> like you're in the top, it, it's, or maybe it's the top 10%. I'd have to look up the number again. Yeah. It's either 10 or, you know, I know it started with a one, so I don't know if there was a zero behind it or well, not. Well, you know? Yeah. So, but, and then people are talking about, like, there are partners out there. There are partners out there which are 0.01% of active channels right now. There are partners out there who can't sustain a full-time job yeah, streaming. Sure. Right? So you're talking about 0.01% of 4 million channels. Can't, huge number, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's still a big number, but point 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 zero one percent of four million channels, and some of yeah. those still can't sustain themselves. Like, I'm totally supportive of the dream. I hope to one day, oh, yeah. I hope to one day be able to fully sustain my life, my lifestyle, and my family, and pay my bills based on based on streaming, content creation, YouTube, etc. Right across the board, all my yeah. platforms. I, I I would love to be able to do that. I would love to be able to do that. And I believe that there are a lot of people that are doing that right now. COVID pandemic, people are, you know, doing what they can to make money when they're furloughed or whatever things are going on, right? That is totally admirable if you're trying to find a way to get revenue where revenue didn't exist before. But I just, it's the people that are like, I'm graduating college, but um, I think I'm just going to, I've I've done an okay job streaming. You know, I make $300 a month. I make $300 a month streaming. I think I'm just going to take this on full time. And bless your heart, bless your heart that if you think you're going to be able to live your life <laughs> on $500 a month for and get really far. And don't get us wrong, it does happen. Uh, there are exceptions. But the one thing that seems to happen way too many times is people base what they think their experience will be off of the exceptions instead of off the realities. And sure, the pipe dreams are great. You know, I love to, when I buy a scratch ticket, I like to start planning how I'm going to spend the million dollars I'm about to win. Do I ever actually win that million dollars? No, not yet. <laughs> it might happen one day, but it's fun. It's it's hypothetical. It's not real. But sometimes people grasp on that onto that dream too much. And yeah, the college thing is tough because then you end up throwing away some other possible opportunities and like you said, you got to keep it a side gig until you are established enough to take that risk. Because even if you're established, the game you're the game you're playing could die in a month, and then you could lose half your followers or subscribers, and then you're scrambling to try to make things work again. So it's just it's I'm not gonna say it's crazy, but it borderline is to think that it's a reality that you're going to be that exception like everybody else until until you're eligible or until you're capable of going bankrupt right yeah. it, it sounds really bad but until you're capable of going bankrupt it's it's a huge risk like i i i talk, I, I always talk i always talk about twitch as and streaming in general as a business opportunity right like you have to invest time to earn money thus you're basically working a job and you're operating as a self-contractor for yourself, right? People don't make money on Twitch by not putting in the hours. So if you're treating it like a business, you know, you have to be willing to sacrifice for that business. And then you have to be willing to consider the option that that business is going to go belly up. 
I've talked to business, yeah. I've talked to business owners in the past where, you know, and that, uh, that's another thing is people consider that, well, I'm going to continue. Uh, once I make some revenue, I'm, all that revenue is going to be mine, right? There are taxes, there's new gear, there's, yeah. uh, ways, you know, if, if you want to grow and want to continue to grow, you have to continue to invest back into your business. You know, we're very fortunate. Like we've talked about this in the past. We're very fortunate as streamers that the entry, the entry cost is very low. If you think about it, right? $5,000, we'll, we'll say $5,000 for a decent gaming streaming rig yeah. with accessories and stuff like that. Five grand will get you out. You know, I've seen people get started streaming with, you know, $500 computers, right? And a, mm -hmm. and a, and a $60 webcam, right? Like I've seen it happen. You know, but I'm just saying, you know, it, for for a decent setup, you're looking at about five grand, and you can't start a business for five thousand dollars. <laughs> you just can't, no. right? Yeah. So I, I've It'd seen be a people. Hot dog cart. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think it's five thousand dollars for a business license. If you think about it from that yeah, aspect, yeah, right? right? Yeah. You need food and safety. And like, there's a lot of stuff people just never think about. But I've talked to business. I've talked to business owners who have been in business for five years and never taken a paycheck. Right. Because all of their revenue goes back like the, it's not that the business doesn't make money, but all of their yeah. revenue goes back into the business in order to make the business bigger, better, et cetera. And that's where I think people get a little bit lofty with their goals with Twitch and streaming because they see revenue and they think I made money. And yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> you did. But you got to pay all your bills now and then you've got to reinvest in your business. You're not taking you're not taking a paycheck. You're well. You can if you want to, but you should be yeah. finding ways to redistribute that or, or or rebuild, you know, what you had going, or continue to make what you've got going better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, since day one, which I think I've just passed the year point not too long ago, I would. I'm still operating at a loss. I think probably heavily as far as what I've invested into everything I'm using to stream. Sure, some of its use outside of it as well, but. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long-term thing, but you're right. It's, it's not huge overhead to get into it. And, and, and there's a big difference too, between, you know, somebody like in my scenario, you know, I'm, I'm single pretty much living by myself and like to, compared to you with a family and stuff like that to support. So the expenses probably very different, what we have to survive off of monthly. So that's something too, to think of when, if you're trying to support like a family of five, you, you need to hit a lot higher marks on Twitch to be able to live and do that comfortably again, wherever you are, as far as renting, paying a mortgage, things like that kind of have to figure out what that balance is, but that bar, I don't know. It's, it's, it's too high sometimes for people to just be willy nilly. Like I'm going to do this full time and this is my job now. God bless you. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we hear about the horror stories of, streamers going bankrupt and things like that enough we it, well so so that's that's the biggest thing that's the biggest thing i think you always you, uh how should i word that that's the thing you always hear about yeah. you always hear the success stories yeah. you don't yeah. you don't you don't ever hear that you don't ever hear the bad <laughs> stories right you don't hear of people failing you just hear yeah. the great stories of the people that succeed and and that's that's for good reason right like you want to have dreams you want to have goals you want to have motivation right i i totally get that but at the same time, you need to know that failure is possible, even in something like even in something like Twitch. Yeah. I mean, failure is very possible. Happens. I mean, uh, we, we talk about 
you know, the streamer group that we met each other in, the amount of people that were, you know, avid streamers full time in the beginning to who, you know, haven't streamed in six months now at this point. It's not for everybody. Not everybody lasts. It's a very, very small percentage, I think, of people. I don't know. I don't know statistics wise. If you look back like 12 months compared to now, how many people are still active and how many new and people have fallen off. But I don't know. The longevity, it's not easy. Not at all. Not at all. It's it it gets. I don't want to say it gets harder as time goes on, because it does. It doesn't. I think it actually gets easier right once the yeah. schedule's set. But there is more pressure. I think there is more pressure to show results. Yeah, well, yeah. You have to adapt and grow and be prepared for the growth. And so I, I agree that it should be feeling easier. Easier. As you continue on, if it's feeling harder for you the longer you do it, I'd really second second guess if it's something that's for you or not. But that easier feeling should also be adapting into how do I grow? What do I do to continue? Like it's not just a staying power of, oh, I've reached 10 average viewers. What do I continue to do to stay at 10 average viewers? It should be how do I turn that 10 into 20, that 20 into 30 and so on. I agree. I agree. What's your you what you got another one? You got what's your next uh, one? You go off, you go off your list. My brain is drawing blanks. Your right brain now. is drawing <laughs> blanks. Okay. <laughs> so so my next one, my next one, and this yeah. is this is going to be weird. And we've kind of talked about this, and there's something going on in Twitch, and I've seen it too many times, where I'm going to call them medium sized channels. Between 50 and 150 viewers. Me- these medium-sized channels. Mm. Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going with this. I know yeah. I can already see it yeah. on your face. 50 yeah. to 150 viewers, these medium-sized channels are sitting there for 10, 15 minutes with no activity in their chat. Could be the greatest, could be the greatest streamer I've ever seen. Yeah. Could be talking everybody's ear off, could be super interactive. But there is something going on if you have between 50 and 150 people and there is zero activity in your chat. Yeah. If if we can, if we at 10 to 20 can maintain constant discussion, why is that not exploding at 50 to 150? And and I and I put that range out there because I've seen you know, at different levels between those. And, you know, I've seen some with 60. I've seen some with 125. I've, I've probably seen a 170 or so. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying 50 to 150 seems to For be sure. 50, 50 to 150 seems to be that weird magical number that I continue to see that it's just in this odd space. And I don't know if I'm just magically picking these people that are doing that, that have this setup yeah. or this lack of engagement. Yeah, because we're not trying to say that that's the norm. We just, because obviously, you know, most of the part, you you go into a chat with more viewers, you see more activity. I would say across the board, that's a pretty regular trend. But once in a while, you come across these channels, and these channels have much more viewers than, you know, you walk into one with 12 chats going active, going crazy, talking with a streamer, talking with each other. And then you enter these ones, 80, 90, 100, and it's dead quiet. Absolutely dead quiet. 
streamers still talking, you know, still having kind of conversations with themselves and kind of searching for some responses here and there. And they acknowledge when somebody says something, but it's just weird silence. And I mean, I'll, I'll peek into the fact that you kind of go down the user lists and you see there's a lot of people in there that aren't followers you know, they're connected to electric longboard in some way or some other bots, which again, every channel has bots. You know, you look in my user list and chat right now, there's probably five to 10 uh, bots that uh, don't usually count towards active users, <clears throat> but they're there. And it's just, it just seems strange to me. I'm not trying to make any accusations. It's just weird that I've started to come across more and more of these as of late. It's almost like, so it's almost like, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to call it out is this like, I don't know if it's coming from controlled rating. Um, like, I don't want to call it view botting, right? Like, I don't, I don't think, yeah. and, and I don't want to blame these people, right? I don't think that somebody is buying views or buying follows or anything no. like that, but it's just a weird engagement situation. Cause then I go in there. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's got a lot of viewers. I want to hang out. I want to chat. I want to network. I want to do some things, right? Like yeah, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here. Exactly. And then the next thing I know, I'm the only person talking. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I'm here to I'm here to talk to this guy, right? Like, and if he's if he's super engaging, maybe, but I'm just it just leaves that thing in the back of my head. Like, what is going? Where is everybody at? Like, do you really have 85 lurkers? Like, that's just a weird <laughs> factor, right? That's just kind of odd. And, and so I don't know, again, could be this organization, these, these, these teams. It could be like controlled view, again, not view botting, but controlled hosting, controlled whatever it is, right? Like, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's just, it doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth when you have really good interactive streamers working their tails off to get engagement and then you have this guy over then you have people over on the other end that are doing nothing i mean doing nothing for it yeah no because and you're right you know because some of the advice you get too is to like find three or four or five streamers that you enjoy that are bigger than you to kind of emulate what they're doing to try to find your own success in some ways and it's weird that you watch someone and you're like, man, they seem a lot like me. They're doing a lot of things right, but their chat's dead. Like, <laughs> And maybe, maybe that's just a weird dead spot in viewership where you do end up because maybe, maybe people have in their mind, you know, there's this many people. I'm not going to say anything because it might just get lost in the chat. Or, you know, I, it's, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't, I can't put my finger on what the reason for it is. It's just this weird phenomenon that's become very present to me when looking to network in a lot of channels as of late. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what it means. Um. Yeah. But, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, go it's gonna be a. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I wanna I wanna say this nicely. It, it it almost pushes it back to me that and and maybe this is part of it. It almost pushes back to me on that whole partner push mentality because the numbers I mentioned, you know, fifty yeah. to one fifty, yeah. are very, in very are for a lot of those channels that are doing this partner push drive and things. You know, they're really trying to drive engagement, not drive engagement, but they're trying to drive views. And they could be on the front page of some 
team channel. They could be on the front page of some category. They could be on, you know, something along that line. I'm not sure, but it, again, it just, it's still, it seems odd. There could be embedded sites where people are gaining a lot of views from embedded sites. Um, but it, it, be, it, it, it it's just, just weird. Like, it's just weird to see it on more on, on many channels. Like I, I would say out of the past 10 channels that I've gone to that have been in that range, maybe yeah. five have been like that. And, and that number just yeah. seems that sure. that number just seems astronom- yeah. astronomical to me. I would think maybe one, right. You know, maybe yeah. one I would find, but out of the number of channels that are in that range that are, people are really driving, you know, I don't see it. There are a lot of viewers. I, w- I will, I will, I will comment that there are a lot of viewers who like to say they're supporting people on their partner push. So they will yeah. literally, if they see yeah. somebody live, they will literally leave a tab open just because they're trying to help the partner push, right? It's more about, it's more about having those views there than it is engaging with that streamer. And there are streamers who promote that, right? Like, Hey, I don't 100%. care. I don't care if you talk to me at all. Just leave my tab open. So that yeah, way I just, can get the view. Right. And they're trying and I, to drive I, that push. I feel like that has to go in. Cause I know obviously when Twitch makes their decisions, as far as the partnership applications, it's not just purely like, Oh, you've hit this number. I hope they're checking some sort of engagement and stuff with their chat as far as, you know, average active users talking because I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they want to add somebody as a partner that has sure they have the 75, but like on average, it's a concurrent chatter of like four to five people total. That's not, I don't know. That's not beneficial. It's, it means there's not active eyes on the content, which means the ads aren't getting to more people, you know, it be be more money, not going in Twitch's pocket, which is what it's all about for them at the end of the day. But I agree with you, and it'll be interesting to see to continue watching these channels to see if they ever do get that partnership, and if they do, what their viewership looks like afterwards. So there will be a continuation to this story as part of this whole Yeah, so there's not, there's not a whole lot of um, – I, I don't want to say this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it actually, it might happen more often than we think. There are a lot of people who hit partner – and their viewership drops after they hit yeah. partner. Oh yeah. The partner yeah, push partners, just just like just like I yeah, yep. just like I just like I mentioned, the partner push is the excitement and then the people get past the push and they're like I'm going to go push somebody else. Like there are there are viewers that literally get excitement yeah. out of that, right? And 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 again, that's fine. That's the viewer that's driving it, right? If the viewer's building that engagement yeah. and the viewer's supporting that that way, that's what the viewer does, right? But you know, it just, I don't know. I don't know. Again, and we've talked about our, our ideas about partner. We, we've talked about our ideas about partnership and pushing and all that kind of stuff and, and how we want to make that engagement work and, and what happens with it in the future. But um, yeah. Yeah. Which those of you who don't know, our opinion really is, you know, we've, we've earned partner when Twitch seeks us out for it, not us grinding for that 74.9 to turn into a 75 to send in that application for the first time now now don't get me wrong don't get me wrong if i end up if i ever end up in a situation (laughs) where i'm sitting at like 250 average viewers and i'm you know doing very well monetizing content you know you've got sponsorships you've got other things like that and i and i reach out to twitch and i'm like hey I want to negotiate a contract and Twitch comes back in a very favorable manner. Yeah, but I'm not just yeah. going to take I will never. And this is this is something that I will say to a lot of people 
a any, life lesson in general coming up. Anybody, anybody who is considering partnership, period, should have if you don't have a good business mindset and and that's just not your forte, hire a lawyer. Like it, it'll cost you 250 bucks, which at that point, by the time you're getting partner should be in your piggy bank somewhere, right? Just to review a contract and see what you can negotiate yeah. to get better value and, and evaluate your brand for what it's worth. There are way too many people that literally get that metric. They apply, they get approved, they sign the contract and they have no idea what their brand is worth. They have no idea the value of their own content. They have no idea the amount of money they're just throwing away because they just don't know, right? They just don't know. Hiring an agent, huge thing, huge thing. Hiring an agent, as as much as that sounds ridiculous as a content creator, as a content creator, I can't tell you, I I would be hard-pressed to say that anybody who is a well-established partner doesn't have an agent because I guarantee I would almost, I could probably say 99% positive rate that, that they all have agents at some point, right. Or, you know, friends that are, you know, whatever it is, something like that. They have a manager or a contract person or whatever it is. Right. Like Harris, I know has one, Tim has one, Pokemon, Pokemon has one, you know, Mercs, all these people have agents. Right. Those people do all the negotiations for sponsorships. They negotiate all the contracts. And that's what those people are for. Right. That's why I, I watch a lot of Devin Nash content. Right. And that's what Devin Nash's job was. And and I think yeah. he still has some involvement in it, but that's what his job was. He was an agent for professional gamers, you know, and now he does it for some content creators and stuff as well. But I mean, like, why would you even paying him, you know, 10% of your pay, right? Sounds like a crap ton of money, but if you're throwing away 50%, you're still yeah. making an additional 40, right? Like don't don't devalue your brand or don't 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 miss the opportunity to get a good valuation of your brand. There you go. That's the way I should say that. Yeah, no, and a lot of stuff too when you when you grow and get to that point, things become overwhelming. It's you know, you're, you're already scrambling to make the content and cover all your social media and do everything else you can to possibly get your, your name out there that it's great when you can wind it all back in because you have other people handling that nitty gritty stuff. So you can just focus on what you do best, just making that content. So let the other people that specialize in those other things handle that stuff, find opportunities for you. And uh, in the long run, it's it's going to be the best for you. 100%. 100%. Never feel like you're making a wrong decision if you're hiring advertising agents, editors, whatever it may be, when you get to that level of content creation. And that's exactly what I was talking about earlier, right? When I mentioned reinvesting in your business. If you decide to take this full time, you have to take that opportunity to reinvest in your business. Like we were talking about the college yeah. kid or whatever, coming out and wanting to do it. Yeah. Right. You have to have that opportunity to reinvest. Otherwise, you're not ever going to get to that point. Right. You're not going to take the opportunity to be able to get the the best opportunities. You'll you'll throw you'll throw so much more away by not giving yourself the time to make the right decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you don't leave money on the table. Never take the first offer given to you. It's like when you buy a car and they come out and say this is the best price they that they can do. It's a lie. It's not true. There's always there's always more room to haggle. So you just got to make sure you're aware of that and and know what you're worth. 
See, that's that's one thing I'm a sucker at. I'm a sucker. When I go buy a car, I'm like, they're like, this is what it's worth. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'll sign. Which, let's be real. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now, Q. (laughs) That price sounds great. Friends and family discount. Okay. Oh, I know. I'm so bad about it. I'm so bad about it. But, Uh, um, so. They should go with a few friends to help them buy cars just because they didn't feel comfortable. They don't feel comfortable pushing back? Yeah, no. no, It's just, some of them are just brutal, you know, with the way they handle it. Oh, I've, I've, I have, uh, I have walked out of dealerships before. I have walked out of dealerships before because I've just been like, nope, I'm not getting, I'm not dealing with this. Not right. dealing with this right now, but I drive home with this today, right now. <laughs> I can't promise it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, just so many good tactics, but it's funny. It's stuff like that. It kind of it walks back a little bit to putting TTV in your name, and you know you want to you want to advertise every way you can. So you have a big event and not tell people where they can find you. There you go. So, yeah. So um, the another th- the other thing is. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the, um, the explosion, the explosion of the embeds. You you remember, you remember we talked about it, I think, was it last week or two weeks ago? We talked about the embeds getting brought up into streams. Um, and I got an, I got a notification today. You did? Oh, wow. From, uh, I mean, it was a, it was like a, I don't want to call it a chain. It was a, like a newsletter. Newsletter. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. From, okay. um, from Gaming Careers. And the new term, and we all know, we all know, we've all talked about this. Everything Twitch has done and every ability or every feature they've introduced in since, since probably since 2019, right? Everything they've added on has been an opportunity for Twitch to generate more revenue. We know that. Like it's an opportunity to drive viewer engagement to push revenue. So apparently I haven't seen it go all out yet, but apparently they are now claiming that this is called the purple screen of death because it's so bad. It's, it's, it's so bad that (laughs) partnered accounts, not even, not even partners, not even partners, but like partners account. So, Riot, yeah. Riot, their League of Legends esports page. Oh man, was embedding the tournament, the 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 League of yeah. Legends tournament, and in the middle of the tournament, this thing was popping up on the League of Le- on Riot's page, and it was blocking people from being able to watch the stream like every fifteen minutes. <laughs> Beautiful, and and it's one of those things. It's like I I get it. I get it to an extent when they want to drive, you know, if they want to drive viewer, if they want to drive viewer traffic to the Twitch domain, I get it, right? Like there's a, there's a time and a place for that. You know, there's, there's a way to do that, you know, put it in, put it in a little pop-up that comes on screen. That's, you know, small enough or a little text box, a bubble, just like, you know, you know, who's a great thing for that. A great thing for that is YouTube. Yeah, right. The the cards feature, the cards feature in the upper right hand window. I've learned, I've learned. I know where the upper right hand of my camera is now because I'm like, by the way, check out the cards in the upper right hand yeah. window. <laughs> You'll have a card right here that directs you to the next video that you should go check out. out. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm using my left hand, but I'm pointing the upper right hand <laughs> of the camera. But Love it. it's actually I'm backwards on your screen, aren't I? So, oh, anyways, yeah. I am backwards on your screen. On mine, I'm, on mine, it's on this side. I promise. But. <laughs> 
Um, so, but that's, that's the thing. Like, do it in a better way. Like, the idea is sound, right? Twitch is a company, needs to make money in order to survive. I get it, right? But do it in a way that makes sense and doesn't come across as you're ruining somebody else's content in order to push your feature. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're saying it's happening on big, like, gaming partner websites <clears throat> like that, when, let's be real, Twitch's content revolves a lot around people streaming games, obviously, that Twitch themselves did not create, produce in any way, shape, or form. So when you're kind of spitting in the face a little bit at somebody making a game that gets you 200,000, a million, whatever it may be, viewership daily, eh, I might I might second guess putting those blocks on on that person's website oh the other one the other one that was the other one that was identified was PUBG. PUBG. am i saying that right yeah PUBG. yeah PUBG has a feature in game i've i've never personally played i've played PUBG mobile i've never played the the pc version or the i guess it's on console too i don't know anything about PUBG. yeah it's so everywhere. apparently there's a feature in there to like inside the game you can like open up a in-game browser or something and watch People that are streaming PUBG. Mm. Something like that. Like there's some feature in there. So inside of the game, they were getting those blocks. So they couldn't even wow. watch the streams through PUBG's feature that they had built into the game. And and again, it's one of those things that like you would you would think at some point, like Overwatch League, well, Overwatch League is on YouTube now, anyways, but um, yeah. you know, these other league tournaments that are here. They they should they should be exempt from this feature or something, right? Like you should have a a little a little yeah. checkbox that says, okay, this is a you know Twitch partner. Not I can't use partnered account. It's a Twitch. I don't know what it. I don't know what you'd call it, but um, yeah. uh, uh, I don't want to say it a Twitch sponsor. Not I don't know what that word would be. But I want to say partner, but that's that's a that's a streamer. Yeah, they should just be exempt from the feature. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things yeah, that. No, yeah. It, 100%. Again, one of those things that Twitch was like, this is a really good idea. Let's implement it. And they don't think of the the consequences of their action. They don't think of what it's going to impact. They're just like, yeah, that, that we like that. We like that. Yeah, let's do that. I'm curious because Rocket League has the same thing. Rocket League has like whenever there's live events going on, there's just an, an uh, option that's highlighted in the in-game menu. That I think though it just opens up a browser through Steam, um, or Epic, whatever you're playing it on now. So I'm I'm curious if it's an embedded video or not. I'll have to check that the next time there's an event going on. That'll be yeah. That would be that would be a yeah. perfect example to look at and see and say, hey, yeah. what's this doing? How is this working? Because, uh, and they haven't they haven't made they haven't made a claim yet. At least I haven't seen them do anything on Twitter or a blog post or anything yet to retract anything from, (laughs) from that feature. So I don't know if they're just writing it. They're like, no, this is still a good idea. Right. Or, or whatever they're doing, but I don't know. It seems like they can't come up with something new and exciting to, to add to their, their platform that doesn't get received as being controversial, which again, I'm not, I'm not saying it's 100% their fault, but you are right that it seems like they feel like they have the best intentions, but don't ever really look at the bigger picture as far as how stuff's going to be received. And they can just, I don't know, they continually seem to slap themselves in the face with these things they're doing. But it's amusing now. You know, it's always something new and I just kind of, it becomes laughable. What are they going to try to do next, you know? 
not listen to the community. That's what they, they should yeah. ask us. We'll yeah. I, I mean, yeah, like ask, right? Like, <laughs> so, so, so here's, here's another hot take. Here's another hot take item that I have. Uh, how, right. how, how far are we right now? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, almost an hour. 50. Okay. So may, this yeah. might, this might be our last one, depending on what we think. My last one is I love the idea again, again, a feature. Gosh, I could, I could probably name every feature that Twitch has implemented <laughs> in the past two years that Let's I could it. find a way that it's a bad idea. But again, a feature that Twitch implemented was buying repeat subscriptions or buying bulk subscriptions. Yeah, this is an interesting one. It's such a weird thing to me. And, and it's one of those because I have I have pre-subscribed subscribers, right? Like I have people who have bought three months of subscriptions and I love the fact it's a cool idea. But from a budgeting perspective... It really throws – there's two things here that mm-hmm. from a budgeting perspective, as a content creator, if you're trying to manage how much your revenue is recurring every month, it really throws your – if you have a whole bunch of those, if you have 10 people buy a year's worth of subscriptions, we'll just say. Say that say Twitch is running a bonus and you get two months free if you buy a year's worth of subscription or something, right? And it's a content creator you really Ooh. like, right? Yeah, like that's ever going to happen. Come on, get out of here. Um, <laughs> but say say it happens. <laughs> say yeah. it happens. And, and, and it's something that seems like a great idea. Yeah, I'm going to save some money in the long run. Cool, whatever. I'll just do it. Boom. So that content creator, say, you have, say I have 10 people do that. You'll make $500 in one month. But then you lose that revenue for the additional 11 months and you can't understand what your monthly revenue is rolling through the year, right? Like it, it's it's a weird thing. And then and then we, we, we kind of talked about this. Then as soon as you say I go belly up and I'm like, ah, I'm done. I'm, I quit. I took my I took my payout. I took my payout when when they when I got that money. But you're not getting your refund for the additional eight months that I decide I don't want to stream anymore. You're not going to get a yeah. refund for that. Twitch isn't going to give you that money back. You're going to be subscribed to a dead channel at that point. Maybe they'll give you some bits. <laughs> no, and, and and to me too, like, I know, I don't know if, if you agree with this point, but I I have a love-hate with the the recurring subscriptions. Sure, it's great to know that somebody enjoys the content enough that they're committed to just leaving it on. You know, sometimes they might not come back for three, four weeks at a time. But it's kind of nice when at least if they have to come and do it themselves, maybe that guarantees that viewer comes back one more time. You get to pop in, check with them, see how things are going. They get to see what's going on with you, what's changed. And it kind of gets to at least create that once every 30 days interaction between you and some of your viewership. But I don't know. That's just me wanting to get to know people. So. I will say, I will say that um, another thing, Twitch, I, I just looked at the blog post on Twitch and another yeah. thing Twitch is starting to announce that they're going to roll out is that they're going to allow prepaid or recurring debit transactions. So right now, right now, it's just, I, I believe in the US, you can do it on debit already, but in the, in yeah. Europe and I believe primarily in Europe, you can't do that yet. You can only do recurring for credit and then yeah. debit has to be renewed every month. But they're like, oh, we're going to open this up for on the, maybe there's some kind of different wow. legality issue or something there, right? That they had to get approved. But it's one of those things like debit transactions. So you'll be able to buy 
multiple subs in advance or have automatically recurring on debit accounts as well, yeah. which again, money's money. You got to pay for it if it's on credit or debit either way. But yeah, it's kind of one of those weird things that I don't like. I don't like the, I, I don't like the idea. I, I love the generosity. So I love the generosity of the community and the of commitment of the people. I love it when people have faith in me or, you know, another content creator, right? I love it when people want to do that. And it makes me so humbled. It makes me feel honored. It makes me proud. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want, if I get, again, if I get in a car accident tomorrow and I can't stream for six months, I don't want somebody to get shafted with that. I'll knock on wood for you, man. I've I've got, I I don't go, I don't go, I don't leave my house. I don't (laughs) leave my house. If I got a car accident, it would have to, it would have to come through the window. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to be an accomplice to whatever's going on right now, but no. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's just. I, I appreciate that Twitch is trying to do things to better the platform. I've just yet to see anything implemented that really seems to be like the community wanted this to happen. It just seems to be stuff geared towards Twitch making more money or Twitch getting better revenue or Twitch getting more people to visit their site, whatever it may be. And it just, I don't know, man. Like, I'd love to see some more stuff done with channel points. I know they're rolling out things here and there slowly. We got the predictions not that long ago, but I'd love to see like a, a, a leaderboard just to see who's like the top ten channel point holders. You in can't. My chat. You can't do it. Any- shouldn't be that hard. Channel points are so so. That's yeah. Channel points are so broken right now. I mean, I shouldn't say they're broken because there's no. It's up to the streamer to create engagement out of it. Yeah. One thing, and again, this was a mixer thing. Channel points came from mixer. Right? Mixer had sparks. They were called sparks. Channel points directly came. And I talked, we talked about this when Mixer was shutting down, right? Or when channel points, we talked, I mean, this was like early podcast days, right? Mixer. Yeah, we were so young back then. (laughs) Um, Mixer forced Twitch's hand to introduce channel points and Twitch did it the laziest way possible. And they said, here you go, guys. Here's channel points. You asked for this because Mixer had it. You guys wanted it. You come up yeah. with your own ideas. We're leaving the creativity up to you. No, you're leaving it up to us to fix the problem, right? <laughs> you're leaving it up to us. And I get it, right? I, I love the idea that they left the creativity up yeah. to us, but give oh, us yeah. some way to drive interaction or engagement. The one really cool thing that I did like about Mixer is you could do like, I don't know if they called them splats or stickers or whatever it was, and you could yeah. use channel points to drive a interface interaction on the screen without needing the streamer to set up all these widgets and connections oh, yeah. and stuff like that. It was built into Mixer, right? Yeah. You could see leaderboards. You could draw stuff like that. And that's one of those things that I'm just like, why Why not? Why can't we do that yet? Why aren't there? Yeah. Why hasn't Twitch made an extension that allows us to make a fart noise with channel points? <laughs> oh, who knows, yeah. right? And and it could be to, and the yeah. thing is is it doesn't even have to be visible to the streamer. It could be totally oblivious to the streamer because it just goes on the screen UI, right? It just goes on the web page or make it say like you're awesome or make it do something, right? Like just Anything. whatever. Yeah, just make it do without, something. Yeah, without the requirement of, you know, a very well crafted, well set up third party application routed through your streaming application, connected to your Twitch account and blah 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 blah. And then you have so many other things open while you're running and 
you know, sometimes you might forget to open Touch Portal or whatever it may be, and somebody redeems channel points, and it doesn't pop off the way you want it to, and it becomes this, like, it becomes more of a hassle sometimes to try, like, honestly, that's why I haven't tried to do anything like that. I know I can, but it just seems like it's such a mess to get it all to work properly and have it working every time I'm live that I'm just, I'm sitting back waiting, hoping Twitch does the right thing and incorporates that some way, some, somehow down the road. There's still, there's still, one of mine's broken. Every time I get a new subscriber, my screen is supposed yeah. to like do some crazy stuff with the camera and it's still broken because something in the yeah. Twitch, something in the Twitch API changed or something. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know what exactly happened, yeah. but I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, it's I, unfortunate. you're right. It should be, it should be, I'm not going to say it's easy enough because again, I know there's a lot of coding back end stuff like that, but I mean, there's what the sound alerts extension, which can react off of. I guess, no, that's another website it sends you to when you use the sound alerts, yeah, right? Yeah, that's even, that's even, yeah, that's even an integrated thing outside yeah. of Twitch, too, like. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Twitch, what's the deal? Come on. But yeah, I would love to see some more channel point stuff. And again, too, because especially us as smaller streamers, I think we use the channel points, obviously, a lot more. The big streamers don't really seem to do anything with it because they don't need to drive that interaction with chat because... You know, their chat's its own beast at this point. It's just ever-rolling text. And it'd be nice, but maybe, you know, that's why. Because it's not the big streamers that are asking for it. That they're like, well, you know, 99% of the money we make is coming from these big guys. And these little guys, we're not really going to work on things in any hurry. So, that's true. It's an unfortunate circumstance for us, right? But I would disagree. I would disagree. I bet, I bet they make, yeah. I bet hey! they make a ton of money. I bet they make a ton of money on small channels. I mean, we know, we know, we know, we know that, you know, how many channels go through their first badge, right? Within a day when they go, when they become an affiliate, but, you know, they end up with, you know, never going to really get more than that. I see you all giggly over there. Something that happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody's trying to get a reaction out of me. Oh. It's working. <laughs> So like like uh, you'll see you'll see a lot of channels that will get one big month and then you know they may never get it again or they'll stop streaming. There's a lot of channels. I was I was looking at this. There's a lot of channels that never receive payouts. Never receive payouts. They never true. go through yeah. it and you know, I've seen people be affiliates for almost a year. And and now I will say the people and it's weird. Maybe I just don't connect with those individuals anymore. Maybe I maybe yeah. I just don't work with them. You know, I don't network with those people much anymore. But there were a lot of people when I when I first became affiliate, I was talking to them. Like, How long have you been affiliate for? They're like, oh, you know, nine months. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. When'd you get your first payout? Like, I'm in my first month and I'm getting a payout. And they're like, oh, I haven't gotten one yet. And I'm like, oh. How long is it, you know, like, I'm like yeah, how long right, are we yeah. supposed to, like, I don't want to be like, yeah, you're like, oh, whoops. Let's yeah, I'm like, this conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, it, it's fine. Like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Some people don't, you know, regular schedules, all that kind of stuff, everything there, right? It, it's, it's one of those things, but you know, I just, I just don't know. There's so many channels out there that get a lot of revenue for Twitch that never claim it or they never, you know, really stick with it. So Twitch is just eating that revenue, right? Yeah, I just still think the the it's just such an astronomical difference. Like, sure, you know, there's fifty bucks here, fifty bucks there, and you do that with, you know, ten thousand accounts, whatever it may be. But just just the ad revenue, just strictly off the. I, yeah, I guess I guess I was thinking about it, it keeps 
huge. Strictly off of, strictly off of subscriptions, yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. But ad revenue, ad revenue is huge, right? Um, but like yeah. you got to think, like Tim Merckx, these guys, they take big donos. They oh, take yeah. big donos. A big portion of the revenue comes from donations too. Yeah. So you're talking about, you know, that Twitch doesn't see any of that, right? Yeah. And then they have then they have contracts where they're already taking more of the cut than than a normal True. affiliate is, right? So there's See, there's a lot of different like situations. 20, you know, so Twitch is taking 20% of subs and, you know, guys like Nick getting 50, 60,000 subscriptions Yeah, a month. it's still it's still a lot, yeah. right? I I I I understand it oh, is, but gosh, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it's probably more than I think coming from the small streamers, but again, at the end of the day, it's you know, you're you're taking care of your your grade A <laughs> cows, not the little baby ones sure. that <laughs> sure. don't produce no meat. <laughs> so we got time for one more, I think. We're we're at about an hour and five minutes here. We got time for one more if you've got something else off the uh, off the cuff. Um I mean I can I, I wouldn't mind ripping into what you uh talked about a little bit the other day with Nathan just as far as hairs hellers. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's retouch not, that. I'm not I'm common t- opinion in my point. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So he, he thinks that uh, the game you choose to play doesn't matter. Yeah. And I I mean, I think there's a point where you get to that. But in your growth stages, it 100% matters what you're choosing. I think we've touched on this before, but it's, it's the difference between, you know, you have COD, which has hundreds of thousands of viewers every day, whatever that may be. And then we'll take No Man's Sky that me and you were playing for a little while here for a couple weeks. It's like walking into a room with 100,000 people waving your hands around trying to get attention and then walking in a room with 200 people and trying to do the same thing. You're going to be much more successful in one than the other. One, you're going to get drowned out. You're just going to be a number in the crowd. You know, maybe a couple people will turn heads, but like, like they'll notice that not everybody else is turning. So they go back to what they were doing. Where the 200 people, that's much. that's a much more manageable group to like, Get everybody to turn around and see, like, hey, what does this guy have to say? So I think it's it's very strategic in the beginning. You have to be very selective. Obviously, play something you like. Don't play something you hate. But the numbers do matter because the discoverability sucks. You want to be somewhere where you can be in the top three, four rows of channels live. I, I again, and and I, I, yeah. I don't know why. I, know yeah, I don't know why anybody says otherwise. Like I, I don't understand it. Right? We've yeah. we've made we we have made this discussion in the past because I've always said if you love COD, go play Cuisine Royale. Right? Like that was my analogy before. Go play something yeah. that is kind of similar but isn't nearly as saturated. Right? That I mean, Cuisine Royale is nothing like COD, but I'm just trying to say, you know, like just play something that isn't nearly as saturated because that's the only way that you're going to get recognized. I can tell you in the entirety of times that I have played COD, I don't think I've received one follower ever since I've played COD. Yeah. Never, never gotten a follower from playing COD. I have from Apex one or two, but even Apex is one where I'm not getting a lot of traction in Apex, right? Like I don't get a ton of followers from Apex, but No Man's Sky, I got quite a few in No Man's Sky. Um, Realm Royale, another small game. I was getting a lot in Realm Royale. I was getting uh, Realm Royale to this date is still my highest um, viewer engagement game, yeah. right? And it again, it has 200, 300 at most at any given time. It had 500, right? Like I never saw it over yeah. 500 people ever. But you again, you're going against channels that the biggest channel in the category has 
75 people. Maybe if a really big guy comes in and has a huge boost that day and you've got 200 on one channel or something, but you know, I don't, I no, I was going to say, I I just don't see how anybody can make that claim that is trying to grow a non-existing community, not, not a non-existing community, but trying to grow a small community into a larger one. Yeah. And I think for Harris too, I don't, I mean, he never really was a big gamer with his stuff, right? Didn't he do music and other stuff in the beginning and his stream tips and stuff? So maybe it's just because it's not necessarily a world he was connected with as much. But, and like for me, a lot of my regulars, uh, they came from when I was streaming Shellshock way back in the early days of the stream. I don't play it anymore just because the game itself has kind of fallen off a bit. But, I mean, that game when I was streaming it, maybe, maybe 100 total viewers. Not a lot. But because of that, when I was live, I was normally the number one or two channel that was doing it. So when people wanted to go check it out, they came and watched me. And I met a lot of cool people that way. So it definitely, it makes a difference. It really, really does. And following the advice saying that you shouldn't or just play whatever, go play COD, go play the big games. Stop listening to that advice. Just stop. Just stop. That is, stop listening to bad streaming advice. Yeah. You are not, you are not going to start. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me put it this way. You are going to make it a hundred times harder playing a saturated game. When you are competing against a hundred times the number of channels, you are going to make it a hundred times harder to get where you need to get. Yeah. Not saying it's impossible, but it's, it's a massive uphill climb. Yeah, stop, no. just just, just stop doing it. Like, uh, again, if that's the stop. only, just stop ah. it, just stop it. Again, <laughs> if that's the only game you like to play and you've never played another game that you enjoy, I worry about your future as a streamer, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, then, then yeah, stick to the game you enjoy. Like we said before, it has to be something else you still like to enjoy, right? At one point in time, yeah. I said, if you have the capability... If you have the capability, fake it until you make it, right? If if you can do that, if you can make it look like you enjoy it, but you really don't, and I'm terrible at that, you know, if you can do that, then great. Then do that. Play a crappy game that gets you a really good viewer ratio and go at it until you get a good enough viewer ratio that you can transfer that to another game. But don't think. What will happen, yeah, what will happen eventually is that – People will stop coming back for the game and they come back for you. And that's obviously the goal with everything you're doing. So just remember that. Don't feel like you have to be stuck with that game forever. I'll let you finish your point that you're in the middle of the dice. So No, no, I mean, I was just, I was just kind of on a rant. I was like, I was like, don't, don't think that, don't think think that you're just going to walk in. And if somebody, if, if 10,000 channels are ahead of you, right? Like you're not going to, you're not going to just jump in line and say, Hey guys, I'm the best one. Not through Twitch. Right. If you have a great marketing campaign and you can do it through other social media aspects and you can really drive user engagement elsewhere, no yeah. problem. You want to host COD tournaments? I think that's a really great way to do viewer engagement. You get enough people yeah. to come in a Discord, you start hosting COD tournaments and stuff like that. I think that's a huge way to grow a channel. People who want to play COD, that's the way to do it. Like start hosting tournaments, yeah. start doing payouts for tournaments. You might have to eat money a couple of times, but you know what? Start doing that. Let the viewers start really get involved, and then you can have a lot of fun with that. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that you, 
you're, you're not going to do it just being like everybody else, right? And that's what we've always said. Yeah. No, yeah, and I was, I, was, I agree with you 100%. If you do want to play those saturated games because you don't enjoy anything else, you have to leverage every single aspect of all the social media possible to try to make it work, like you said. You know, try to get a gathering in or Discord for something. Do really interesting, different tips or tricks on YouTube. Try to drive the interaction any way possible because the Twitch discoverability, it already sucks, but yeah, burying yourself under another 10,000 channels makes it near impossible. I 100% agree. Now, to save ourselves from going way over time, I am going to officially cut us off here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. The big red button, huh? Yeah, I'm about to hit, well, the black button on my screen. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening in. Those of you that caught it live, you all are amazing individuals. We appreciate every single one of you. Those of you that are going to watch it post through Spotify, Cloudcast, Google Podcasts, on the YouTube channel, wherever it may be. Thank you so much for checking out our post content as well, because it means just as much as the live does every single day that you get to listen to it or watch it. You know, if you want to watch it 10 times, please go do so. I would love it. I I listen to it every day. You know, I re-listen to the podcast every Thursday. I am one of our channel listens because I listen back to it every time on Thursday. So, you know, come join me. And of course, thank you to all our other Patreons out there. Every single one of you for patreon.com slash the Mike guy and patreon.com slash the game hopper. Your support is not unseen. We love you all very much, guys. Thank you for that. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all have a wonderful Wednesday. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. We will check you all next time. <laughs>